This is a Chefs Without Restaurants mini episode with Andres Lagsden on health and happiness. I feel like we have it backwards and I'm, I'm still trying to unlearn everything because really all that matters is my health and my happiness. That's so ingrained in me now that that's so important that that comes first because how can I be a good marketer if I'm not happy with myself or how can I be a good father if I'm, if I'm hungover in the mornings or on weekends, like it's just not that math doesn't work. So I'm really putting a lot of emphasis on myself, my mind, my body, because I become a better entrepreneur if I'm doing these things. And so I'm unlearning all those things that I learned about life, not about happiness, about life. And like, it, it's backwards. This is the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast with your host, Chris Spear. Each week, I'll be speaking with food entrepreneurs and people in the culinary industry. If you're interested in learning more about our organization dedicated to helping people build and grow their food businesses, look us up on the web at chefswithoutrestaurants.com and .org, and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Chefs Without Restaurants. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast. I'm your host, Chris Spear. On the show, I have conversations with culinary entrepreneurs and people in the food and beverage industry who took a different route. They're caterers, research chefs, personal chefs, cookbook authors, food truckers, farmers, cottage bakers, and all sorts of culinary renegades. I myself fall into the personal chef category as I started my own personal chef business, Perfect Little Bites, 11 years ago. And while I started working in kitchens in the early 90s, I've literally never worked in a restaurant. This week, I have a mini episode with Andres Lagsden. You might have heard my episode that I released a couple weeks ago with him. He's the founder of The Baking Steel, a product that I really love. During that conversation, I asked Andres about being a vegetarian because I know from social media that he had been a vegan for a while. Actually, he's not doing that anymore. And then this kind of went off on a little side tangent talking about health and wellness. We talked about his decision to not be a vegan anymore. And additionally, we also talked about uh, him not drinking and just living a healthy lifestyle, not just from what you put in your body, but also your mind as well and how that affects, you know, literally everything. So I really liked that part of the conversation. I just felt like the whole rest of the conversation centered exclusively around pizza, pizza making and the baking steel. So it didn't really make sense to keep it in the episode. But I did want to share it. So this is a little seven minute clip about our conversation about health and wellness. If you've listened to the show, you know it's something I've been talking to a lot of guests about. So I'd love your feedback. Are you on your own personal health and wellness journey? Let me know. As always, you can find me at chefswithoutrestaurants at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at chefswithoutrestaurants. The show will be coming right up, right after a word from our sponsor. The COVID pandemic has clearly redefined the world of dining. Despite over 110,000 restaurants closing around the country, people still want the ambiance and social connectivity that is so critical to the dining experience. Over the past 27 years, the world of the personal chef has grown in importance to fulfill those dining needs. While the pandemic certainly upended the restaurant experience, it provided an avenue for personal chefs to close that dining gap. Central to all of that is the United States Personal Chef Association. Representing nearly a 1,000 chefs around the U.S. and Canada, and even Italy, USPCA provides a strategic backbone for those chefs that includes liability insurance, training, 
communications, certification, and more. One of the big upcoming events for USPCA is their annual conference scheduled July 7th to 10th at the Hyatt Regency in Sarasota, Florida. Featuring a host of speakers and classes, the conference is a way for chefs to hone their skills and network with like-minded business people. For those who supply the industry, it's a chance to reach not just the decision makers, but the actual buyers of products. This will be their first time back following the COVID lockdowns, and chefs are anxious to connect. For more info about the USPCA, how to join, and how to attend their conference, go to USPCA.com. As always, all the info will be linked up in the show notes. And now, on with the show. Thanks so much, and have a great day. Well, kind of shifting over from the steel and pizza to more personal and personal development stuff, have you gone vegan? I know you did vegetarian. Are you full vegan at this point? It's a great question. No, well, I was, and I'm back to eating meat. Oh, wow. I didn't a little know bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's pretty recent because of personal development. I, it's funny. I've got two kids, one teenager, two boys. They eat a ton. The problem I had with me being a vegan in my household, because my, my kids would look at me like I had two heads. That wasn't the problem. The, the problem is I'd be eating pasta almost daily, and I'm exaggerating a little bit. I was actually gaining weight, not feeling great while I was vegan. And I liked the fact that I was not eating meat for whatever reasons. It's personal, but it became very hard for me to become really healthy, I found, with a vegan diet in my current scenario. So I went back to eating meat, but maybe once or twice a week. But I do have eggs. I do have yogurt. And for me, it was about getting some more protein in my body. That I found it to be easier. The same. I, I never did vegan, but my wife and I were vegetarians for a while. And like I would equate it to Previously, I would have like a turkey sandwich, which is, you know, like lean roast turkey, whatever. And then when we stopped eating meat, I'd have like a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, and it's like now you substituted like lean turkey breast for just fatty cheese and things of that nature where, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know that I'm necessarily healthier eating this way. So, you know, we found a way to to balance. Last night we did tacos at home and we did both tempeh and tofu for that. But tonight we're having meatloaf for dinner, you know, and we're doing a turkey meatloaf. So just kind of figuring out where that works for us. That's pretty much what I'm I'm finding now because it's it's all the families out there. We know it's it's difficult (laughs) trying to get everyone fed and happy and everything else. I don't want to be jamming. I love pasta. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't want to be jamming it down every single day. So the balance for me was a little bit of a little bit of meat one or two nights a week with some eggs thrown in there too. Cause I'm really trying to watch that. I mean, I'm getting older, trying to be healthy. I feel great. I sleep great, but my food is something I've, I've tweaked. I mean, I went gluten-free. I've tried all different types of styles that work, try to work for my body. And this one, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty awesome now because I'm again, eating a little bit of everything, but not too much. I'm, I'm really trying to watch it. And I think taking time for yourself is huge. Like for me, I've had to slow down, you know, like find that you're going to be more happy and successful if you take time for yourself. I think so many of us, you know, this is a show uh, first and foremost for entrepreneurs. And I think we tend to burn the candle at both ends, whether we're side hustling or we feel like we have to go, go, go from, you know, before sunup to after sundown, just working on projects, answering emails, not taking time for ourselves and between the stress and potentially drinking and then, you know, food and weight and all that, it takes a toll. And I find it hard to be successful when I'm feeling that way. That's a really good point. I'm, I'm with you 100%. In fact, when I had the corporate life 
at my family business. And it was like, you know, call it a nine to five. It was more than that, but a nine to five job where you, you're going to the gym at lunchtime and squeezing in that workout. I feel like we have it backwards and I'm, I'm still trying to unlearn everything because really all that matters is my health and my happiness. That's so ingrained in me now that that's so important that that comes first because how can I be a good marketer if I'm not happy with myself? Or how can I be a good father if I'm, if I'm hungover in the mornings or on weekends? Like, it's just not that math doesn't work. So I'm really putting a lot of emphasis on myself, my mind, my body, because I become a better entrepreneur if I'm doing these things. And so I'm unlearning all those things that I learned about life, not about happiness, about life. And like, it's backwards, in my opinion. So now I'm trying to unlearn and do the things that make me better as a person, because guess what? My business now will thrive as a result of me thriving. That's what I hope anyone at a, who's at a younger age listening to this picks up on, because I'm 45, you know, it took me a long time to kind of figure these things out. And as I'm kind of, Hopefully I have more life ahead of me than less. I want to live to 100 maybe or so as long as it's healthy. But like thinking about how I want the back half of my life to be and it's like I need to be in good health and that means a lot of things both physically and mentally um, and just kind of shifting. And kids, kids change everything, you know, like – Sure do. Not everyone has kids or understand that, but it's like, I want to be healthy for them. I, you know, I just started doing karate with my son. Like I've never in my life done Amazing. martial arts ever. And they had a beginner's class, you know, for nine and up and my son's nine. So I'm literally in a class with um, eight other nine-year-olds and I'm the only adult and it's a little humbling, but I also feel like oh, I, I could it. potentially be the best in the class too. So, you know, <laughs> nothing wrong great. with that. No, I love it. It's everything, just trying to you know, take care of yourself. It's a lot of work. There's so much to it. It's, it's diet, it's exercise, it's, it's you know, writing things down, just really focusing on yourself. That really has to come first, in my humble opinion, because then everything else becomes easier. Now, as far as vegan cheese go, did you find that there was something that you really liked? Would, like, is there a vegan cheese that you thought was really good, or would you just prefer to forego any kind of cheese-type thing on a pizza? Yeah, I tried a few. Um, personally, I would just forego it and just put some vegetables on there or tomato sauce or some olive oil. Um, I find it has a, a funny taste, but there are a couple of good brands out there. Like a Nomu, I know what comes to mind I, is a very good vegan cheese. Daya is okay. Uh, there's some, and you can sprinkle some of these on top. I find there, you know, and there's actually some good brands. Yeah, I think Miyoko's. I like a lot of Miyoko's. Stuff. They do like yeah, the, that's a good the cultured yes. stuff. Like they're, um, they have like a pub cheese and like a cream cheese. Their slices, I think, they have like a mozzarella slice. Now it's not they the do same, have a slice, but um, no. yeah, I like your style. I've seen a lot of these beautiful like crispy pizzas with just sautéed greens, like wilted greens on there, and some herbs and stuff. And I think that's a, a that's great my preference. Go. It's just like fewer ingredients to me, the better and. It's still processed, you know, the, the vegan stuff. And I know you can make some nut cheeses that are awesome. There's some great books out there on how to do that. But personally, I just, if I'm not going to do cheese on there, I'll just do some tomato sauce. So I think it's beautiful. Some garlic, some basil. It's great. And with the right crust and the right bread, man, getting hungry. I know. I could never, I don't think I could ever do the gluten-free thing. And I've had some decent gluten-free breads, but just like bread and cheese together. Like when I think of like the best things, whether it be like, charcuterie and cheese and bread, like just that combo of like the carbs and the cheese, that's tough. 
It's shame. I know. It's like it's it's my favorite. And I used to, you know, I'm not doing alcohol anymore, but a little bit of wine with that would be nice. You know, it's. Have you found a good substitute for alcohol? Like, what are you drinking these days? You know, I used to love wine, and I drank way too much. I just and I'd wake up and talk to myself every day, like not tonight. And I I tried to let's just do weekends thing a few times. Well, those weekends become heavy drinking weekends. Uh, and then it kind of spills off into the week again. That doesn't work. So for me, the way my mind works is to like, let's just try without. And life's way better, by the way. Anybody who's listening, who's contemplating that, it's just better for me. I'm older now. I'm in my 50, early 50s. And I wake up every day so proud of myself for that. I feel great. My substitute is carbonated water. I'll do like a any kind of sparkling with a little hint of uh, like lime or lemon is is awesome. Some fruit is great. Yep. I got my kombucha right here right now. That's my that's my morning drink. Yeah. Oh, cool. We do, that's a we good do idea. Tons of sparkling water. I mean, my kids don't drink soda at all. Like we're not soda households. I know a lot of people have swapped you know alcohol for soda. Like I just don't have the taste for that. Yeah, I'm the same. I, yeah, I'm not a big soda guy either, and I don't want my kids drinking that. I'm sure they'll they'll obviously taste it once in a while. They'll have one, but yeah, at home. Sparkling water is the, the way to go. Go to chefswithoutrestaurants.org to find our Facebook group, mailing list, and chef database. The community's free to join. You'll get gig opportunities, advice on building and growing your business, and you'll never miss an episode of our podcast. Have a great week.